Hello, everyone. Welcome to I Am Next Generation Youth Ministry Podcast, wherever you may be listening to. This is your host, Pastor Daquan McKnight, and I pray that each and every one of you is having a blessed day and a blessed week. Now, last time we were all together, we started a new podcast series entitled, Who Do You Think You Are? Just Be You. And I want to continue on with that podcast message. And today I want to speak to you about the issue, who says that you're too cool for a jewel? Who says that you're too cool for a jewel? And our foundation scripture, of course, will be from Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, which says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and what? Very, very perfect. Has there ever been a time in your life in which you felt pressured to do something that you didn't want to do? Have you ever tried to fit in with the world and follow the culture? But more importantly, have you ever tried to take a stand for what's right? You see, as a believer... There is coming a time in which you will have to take a stand for Jesus Christ. But the question is, which side of the line will you choose? You see, the choices of the world are usually selfish and very, very corrupting. You see, the environment that the church was living in during the days of Paul in the city of Rome, Rome was full of idolatry and paganism, and some of the Christians didn't even know what to do. And there were some that were adapting to that lifestyle, even though they knew Christ, but they wanted to fit in with the culture around them because they didn't want to feel like they were strange or left out. And so Paul would take time to write to the church at Rome and let them know, hey, just because you're Christians, that doesn't mean you have to go along with the world system. Hey, just because you've been saved, that doesn't give you a license to sin. Just because you're under grace, that doesn't give you the right to do whatever you want and say, oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace and everything else. No, that doesn't work that way. You see, you have to make a decision in your heart and life that you're not going to allow the world to influence your beliefs or even change your beliefs. You see, we must wisely decide that such behavior is off limits. The choices of the world and his behaviors, we gotta make sure that they're off limits. You see, the world is filled with things that are constantly trying to steal life away from you. You see, the world is filled with things that are constantly trying to steal life away from you. And what am I talking about? Drugs, alcohol, sex, the immoral lifestyle, pornography, you name it. Many things that are trying to change your beliefs, trying to change the way you think, and have you to get sucked into its lifestyle. And even too, they've been advertising on television and also in certain stores of a product called Juul. Now, if you don't know what Juul is, it's similar to a vape. It's like a little electronic cigarette, which you can smoke instead of a cigarette. And I encourage you, do not do Juul. Do not do none of those things, guys, because first off, you're literally trying to cut your life short because there are certain products, certain chemicals in there that can destroy your lungs, the organs, everything, the respiratory system that God created and so forth. Have I ever smoked anything? No, of course not. Have I ever drunk alcohol? Yes, I have. Someone's like, you're supposed to be a pastor. Yes, I know. But I was working in a wrong environment during that time. And I was following along, trying to fit in with some of my co-workers back then. But I don't drink no more. But anyway, I'm not going to get into all that. You guys know the gist. The point I'm trying to make is, is that 
we must refuse to conform to the world's values and we have to make sure that it's firmly planted within our minds you know some things of the world can be very addicting and it could lead to addiction that you can't break free from it you try it out once it starts out very small but then as time goes on and progresses it becomes something you just can't break away from something you can't live without so we must allow the holy spirit to renew to re-educate and redirect our minds as we are truly transformed and only when your mind is renewed by new attitude the christ gives you then are you truly truly transformed so what can you take from this we gotta learn to number one be steadfast regardless of troubles or temptations you will not be moved regardless of the troubles or the temptations you may face in life you won't be moved have you ever seen a storm or a strong strong wind try to beat up against a certain house or a certain structure of a building and you see it doesn't tip over why because the house is strong it is steadfast it won't fall down so we gotta learn to be strong we gotta learn to be steadfast not only that but we have to learn to be wise learn to use the wisdom that god has given us so every time when something comes your way or when the enemy might use something or someone to catch your attention to fall into temptation you gotta learn to use wisdom asking yourself is this right or is this wrong and there was a craze back in the day was wwjd what would jesus do and it's still a craze today so you need to ask yourself if jesus was right there with you and seeing the choices that you were about to make would you do it let me give you a scenario say for instance you are hanging out with a group of friends and one of the group of friends is shooting up heroin and jesus was sitting there with you what would you do would you a join in b just be like uh, i'm just gonna do it once jesus it's not gonna hurt or c you're gonna say no that's not a true question you will obviously answer c you wouldn't do that not while Jesus is there. No, 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 no. Now, many people are like, oh, just because I'm a Christian and everything, I can do what I want to my body and everything. I can drink, cuss, and everything. No, no, that doesn't work that way. No, you got to learn to use wisdom. You need to ask, even pray and ask the Lord. Lord, show me wisdom. Guide me. Show me what is right. Show me what is wrong. In fact, even King Solomon prayed for wisdom. Before he became king, he says, Lord, give me a discerning heart so I may know good and and evil now i get it we all face temptation from time to time even when you're at school or if you go off to college temptation is all around you and even though you might feel pressure to say yes it doesn't mean you have to do those things in order to be accepted you see god accepts you as the way you are and many times the reason why many teens and young adults go into a time of peer pressure and anxiety is because they just want to fit in they just want to be accepted you see, God provides a way out for those that need deliverance, that needs help and guidance. Now, many people have asked the question, Mr. McKnight, would you please define peer pressure? What is peer pressure? Well, I'm so glad that you asked that question. What is peer pressure, you might say? 
peer pressure is when someone attempts to have you to get involved in something, but you know deep down in your heart and mind and conscience, you know it's wrong. Let me define it for you this way. Peer pressure is when kids, young adults, or teens think they have to do, have, or wear what everyone else is doing. And to be honest with you, a lot of those kids feel that pressure. You see, peer pressure is when someone tries to entice you to do something wrong, even though to do something wrong to make it look like it's right and have you join along, even though your conscience will tell you otherwise, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And thank God that he has given us his Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is like an alarm that can go off. And when we step out of it's out of the safety zone of God, the Holy Spirit will be like, hey, uh-uh. You're not supposed to be going that route. You're not supposed to be going that direction. It's time to come back. It's time to be on right track. Nope, go this way. Because if we go down that path, it ain't going to be good. And let me say this too. God will not protect you if you go down a rebellious path. He will not protect you if you go down a rebellious path. Instead, we need to walk in the path of righteousness. In the path of light. In fact, Solomon will write this in Proverbs chapter 4, beginning in verse 10. He says, My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long good life. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. When you walk, you won't be stumbled. And when you run, you won't be held back. Take hold of my instructions. Do not let them go. Guard them, for they are the key to your life. Don't do as the wicked do. And don't follow the paths of evildoers. Don't even think about it. Don't go that way. Turn away and keep moving. For evil people can't sleep until they have done their evil deed for the day. They can't rest until they have caused someone to stumble. They eat the food of wickedness and drink the wine of eyes. The way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn which shines even brighter and brighter until the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like total darkness. They have no idea what they are stumbling over. So I want to encourage and I want to challenge each and single every one of you. Peer pressure is all around you. Temptation and everything is all around. But guess what? You can be free of all of that pressure. You have a friend who thinks you're awesome and his name is Jesus. His opinion of you is the one that matters the most. His opinion about you is what matters the most. You see, you're not defined by what the world says that you are. You're not defined by what people say that you are. You're not defined by what you say you are. You're defined by whom God says that you are. Now, what are some ways that friends can pressure you into fitting in? For example, listening to certain music that they listen to, dress according to how they dress, saying perverse, filthy things that they're saying, watching certain inappropriate things that you know you shouldn't be watching, uh, going out to the clubs, going out to the bars, drinking, smoking, sleeping around with whoever you want, uh, the occult, um, pornography, witchcraft, all of the things that you see that is happening out in our world. Those are ways that they can pressure you to fit in. And I know we live in an ungodly society. And yes, there's not a lot of people, especially believers, are taking a stand for Christ. Now, some of you are like, yeah, but what about biblical times? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Daniel had to take a stand for what was right. He was living in a hostile environment. Him and his three friends. But guess what? They had to take a stand for God no matter what. And Daniel even determined and purposed in his heart that he was going to follow God no matter what it would cost him. And let me tell you something. Is it worth 
Is it worth taking a stand for Christ? Absolutely. Someone would say, oh, what if I get rejected? Or what if people will turn away from me? Look, they rejected Jesus, so you and Jesus are in the same company, okay? Yeah, you may have people that may turn on you, walk away from you, pick at you, whatever the case may be. But you got to know one thing. You have a friend who will stick closer to you than a brother himself. And I encourage each and every one of you to be careful. Watch out for certain things. Let me read to you Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 21. When Paul deals with the emphasis of the works of the flesh, here's what he advises us to be on the lookout for. He says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I've said before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. So we got to avoid these things. We got to avoid the works of the flesh. Instead, we must replace them with the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Amen? Amen. Well, I hope this podcast has blessed you, and I hope this podcast has spoken to your heart and mind. So we got to learn to be like the Apostle Paul and just say no to temptation. And as he wrote this to the church at Rome, what he says was, God always provides a way out and God wants to transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Don't be just like everybody else. Just be you. Lord, I pray now in the name of Jesus. I pray for all of those who are listening that they will learn to make the right choices in life. Lord, I pray for strength and courage for everyone to be bold in their faith and to say no to temptation. Holy Spirit, reveal to their heart what is true and what is wrong. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, stick around and tune in for the next podcast message as we continue on with the podcast series, Who Do You Think You Are? Just Be You. And next time we will talk about, is it wrong to have labels? This is Pastor McKnight saying, until then, we'll see you later. God bless. Bye-bye.